Episode 172, Brad Smith. God damn it, Xbox, shut up. Brad Smith, sorry. Brad Smith, my buddy. Um, yeah, I was playing uh, Watch Dogs. You ever played Watch Dogs? Uh, I really have only enough time to work and occasionally uh, drink alcohol, but... <laughs> No, no, I don't. <laughs> it's some like it's video game where you're some no, ha hacker. No, I haven't. Yeah, it's some video game where you're a hacker. Or <laughs> can you? Are you coming in? You're like responding to me in delays. Hold on. Really? Yeah. No, I think. It's, yeah, you're a little blotchy yourself, man. Well, goddamn. Well, let's see. Um. Come along and ride on a fan. Can you hear me now? We good? Uh, I, I can hear you now. I can't see you now. Well, God damn it, Rob. What did I say, bro, Rob? Ooh. Brad? Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> we're good. Fuck it. Let's just Voila. let's start talking. Um, yeah. yeah. It's, it's, some, it's, it's some hacking video game, but... You're supposed to go in, you know, your Hacker Man 9000. You go in with your cell phone and yeah. you're hacking it and everything. I haven't been doing that, though. I haven't even played one mission in the game. I just started the intro, and I yeah. I, I robbed a cop. I took his gun, and now I've just been clawing my way up the uh, the food chain of weapons. I've been, like, <laughs> I've been shooting EMT workers, and then the cops will come, and I'll shoot them, and I'll take their shotguns, and then they'll kill me. But I'll respawn with the shotgun. So then I kill more cops until like the SWAT team comes. Then I get like an M4. So it's I was gonna say, I, I wanted the audio to play while I was talking to you because it was just screaming and shooting <laughs> right before I called you. But um, you know that's very fitting. Yeah, well that's what I was gonna say because I see those two sexy fitting. weapons. Yeah. yeah. So what episode are we on? Uh, you said like one seventy two. One seventy two. One seventy one. One seventy two. I think. Jeez. Yeah. Damn, dude. Big dick energy. You're gonna hit that big two hundred soon, right? The big two oh oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's probably in so, October. Have I been the uh, most reoccurring person you've had on your podcast, or does Dale Comstock have uh, me beat? Dale might have you beat. Probably Rob, who is like my older brother. One of my my older brothers. One of his best friends. Yeah. I think I've had Rob on like twenty times, but Rob is a di Rob is a distant first place. Like you might be a second, it might be Dale, but Rob is a <laughs> distant first place. There's, he has no, no one's coming close to him. <laughs> so, damn, yeah, man, yeah. So, uh, so let's just break into those fucking guns right there. What the fuck are they? Oh yeah. Oh, um, I'm glad you asked. Glad you it's asked, not like I just strategically placed them there or anything. <laughs> No, so um, a little background for everyone watching the podcast. Um, when Tommy actually texted me, I was at the gun store. I'm like, bro, I'm about to buy some fucking guns. Merc. And I, I brought, I, I certainly bought some guns, man. Um, this is uh, a Colt M4. Uh, it's semi-automatic. It's not full auto or three-round burst. Um, Colt has discontinued uh, civilian sales. 2019 and i finally found a second one of the bitches so that's what i was there for um but this is my first one um red dot tactical flashlight fuck yeah 
you know, but beyond that, it, it, it's unloaded. Chamber's empty. There's no magazine. Yeah. I mean, I clear these fuckers beforehand. Yeah. But beyond the second M4, Ooh. this is the one I just picked up. Ooh. Right? Brown. Flat Desert Earth. Ooh. Ooh, uh, ooh I like ooh, it. I like no, it. No, um, actually, uh, this one's 50,000 rifles older than my M4. Oh, yeah? Uh, you, you can just tell by the serial yeah. number. Uh, this one is a an LE405, and my other one is an LE45. So 50,000 rifles older. I, th- I thought you were going to say 50,000 years older. I was like, Brad, no. I was like, what kind of a fucking moron do you take me for? <laughs> this one <laughs> no, was but, back uh, with the ancient Egyptians. King Tut used to right? wield this motherfucker. How do you think they got the pyramids but, uh, built? I actually found a really, really beautiful unicorn, man. Yeah. Check this shit out. Oh, my God. Ooh. Anyone that loves guns know exactly what this fucker is. Um, AK pattern. Uh, I was about to say. Rifle. I was about to say. It's a shotgun. Oh, I was going to say. It's, it's got some AK 12. vibes. No, uh, yeah. It's the same platform. However. <laughs> Wait, what'd you say it's called? It's a uh, Sega. S-A-I-G-A, I think. Dash 12. I was literally just using. I didn't know what it was. An SG. It said SG 12. In Watch Dogs. Yeah. I was just mowing down civilians at a shopping plaza with an FG-12 before I was well, shot between the eyes by a cop. Yeah, so um, believe it or not, um, my wife said, uh, don't come home without a shotgun. And then I sent her a picture of this. And she's like, you got to get it, man. I'm like, shout out Brad. Sure? Shout out Brad's wife. Powerful. <laughs> Seriously. Wife of the year. As the flag billows. America. As the flag billows. <laughs> I mean, yeah, man, it's getting wild out no, there. No, uh, my wife has noticed that I've been working a lot and uh-huh. a couple of toys. Um, Fuck yeah! However, some civil unrest kind of fueled her decision too. Absolutely, um, man. In Minnesota, it's it's imminent. It, uh, man, it, it, it kind of sucks. I mean, I just wish yeah. everyone would uh, get along. Just, yeah, sing kumbaya. Seriously, yeah. seriously, yeah. It's seriously. You don't you don't see anyone with guns going psychotic. No, you know? no, absolutely not. I Ex- exactly. see people like me, you know, just doing what I do best. You know, I mean, shoot guns. You let it go to work, um, take care of the kid. Like, it's the people out there screaming right now have missed a couple of days of medications. They've got a, probably an extra hundred pounds on them. Their hair is, I'm gonna say, neon green or neon, neon blue. Green. Yeah, maybe only one bit of a, maybe only one side of the face. Yeah, guy or girl, they haven't decided. That's that's what they are, and which is fine. I mean, I'm making fun yeah. of it, but which is fine if that's the way you, you know what? That that was shell. I was I was aiming at people for how they look, and that's pretty. Uh, that's not a valid argument. So I, I apologize. I no, take that not. back. No, it's people that just have nothing better to do, and yeah. those are people that you look at, and they're out there screaming. And I'm not saying there is not legitimate reasons for civil unrest there are there are a lot of shootings of unarmed black people but goddamn, there are a lot of people out there that it looks like it's like man i wonder what that person's home looks like you know have they made their bed today how, how are they gonna topple the Seriously. patriarchy and the uh-huh. and, yeah and the in the petrodollar uh 
tyrant tyranny, tyrannical government. But they, it's, 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 it's like the the meme I always see. It's like if gun if gun owners if gun owners were the one with, Jesus, I'm having a stroke. It's like there's okay. a there's 500 million guns in the United States, and over a, over a trillion rounds of ammunition with a T. If gun over, gun owners were the problem, you'd know. Like <laughs> seriously, yeah, you don't. Yeah, no, I, I mean the old saying of you know everyone that walks into a uh, gun show always walks out. I mean, if guns were really as dangerous as people say they are, <laughs> everyone I mean, that walks into a I'll, gun I'll show right now, I should be screaming for my life right now. Yeah, if everyone that yeah everyone that goes into a gun show, they also leave. You're you're right. Yeah. You're right, and it's mm-hmm. god damn man. I mean. It's getting now. Do you think it's actually getting crazier out there, or do you think the media is zooming in, is poking the eye? Like it's it's undeniably getting wild, but is it getting as ratcheted up as we think? Is they make it look? Because everywhere I go, it just seems. Why I think the only reason why I think that it it is uh, going to get worse is because whatever the decision is with this uh kyle whatever his last name is whatever the decision on on that court case is and whatever the decision on uh the george floyd minneapolis police officers chauvin um, Chauvin. yeah yeah um no matter what the decision is there's going to be a riot backlash it doesn't doesn't matter are acquitted black life matter well yeah black lives matter but if they're convicted, you might have uh, some police supporters or people that um, support Trump. I, I, now, I, I don't want to um, um, discriminate against them or uh, sure got the word, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Generalizations. Yeah. It's... Yes. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to do that, but I, I can sure. see that happening. Yeah. There doesn't seem to be a clear cut, you know. Yeah. It's not that there's a tightrope so, that we can walk. There is you're, luckily, fa- you're falling to the, su- the suburbs. Yeah. So I'm not too afraid. Yeah. Thank God. You know, man. But we started with COVID. It started to kind of solidify my feelings about it, and now with yeah. all the riots, this has completely cemented my feelings. Because, like, mm-hmm. I mean, I lived in Atlanta for 15 years, Georgia for 15 years, and I moved up here in Maryland, 2016, where it's just my parents. Like. Yeah. And it's been long enough that, like, I really don't talk to anyone from down there. I mean, aside from, like, a couple of very close friends, I don't, you know. Is and it's also No, I mean, it's seven years since graduated college. I mean, I'm 30. It's most yeah. of them have are married now, kids. It's just in general, all my friends are very intelligent. So they're all like doctors or lawyers or pharmacists or accountants. They're all very respectful individuals. But the point is, yeah. is. So, like, I don't want kids, and I never have, and I just want to work on this podcast. But I began thinking, like, what am I actually going to do once it starts making money? Like, I have really no Mm -hmm. desire to stay in Maryland. Like, I don't have any ties here. And I was like, well, I guess I can go anywhere. Where do I want to live? And uh, what's tying you down? I I mean, well, right now I have zero money, so I'm living at home with my parents. (laughs) But making, if I can get money, I mean, I'm from New Hampshire, but I also haven't lived there since. 2000 to 2001 yeah point of me going on this whole rant is with covid and now the riots is completely solidified my feelings of like you know what it doesn't matter where i live i think i'm just gonna go get a place 
way out in the sticks. Like I don't want to go Seriously. like I don't want to go like Alaskan like frontiersmen. Like I don't want to go uh-huh. I don't want to go Dick Prennicky. I don't want that. I do want civilization nearby. But like I wouldn't mind being like twenty minutes outside of a small town. Right. Um, before you continue, yeah, your story is very important. No, it's not. It doesn't fucking matter at all. Let's get to the guns. Do you mind if I just load ammunition? I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Just want to make sure. I'm insulted you had to ask. I'm insulted you had to ask. Frankly, (laughs) I'm insulted you had to ask, Brad. Uh, oh well. You owe me a you owe me a uh, a lotioned up back rub. You already owe yeah, me three, and now you—you you goddamn know I will. <laughs> Tit for tat, Jeez. brother. But um, <laughs> yeah, no, it's not an interesting story at all. But that's what I was just thinking. I was like, yeah, you know what? It's um, I already kind of lo- I love the hermit lifestyle. I don't like being around people for that long. Just period. Never have. Not in college. Just pre med. Not now. I just I wouldn't mind a girlfriend or a wife. Anything beyond that's a little just. That's just not who I am. Ah, uh, yeah. You know what? Just watching the whole kind of world, because I think twenty twenty. I think this is an anomaly. I don't think that this is the new normal. There's going to be riots and pandemics nonstop. I think we're at a weird spot, just like yeah. the late sixties and early seventies were a weird spot. I don't think it's yeah. the new no, normal. I honestly think February of next year everything will be back to normal. Episode one seventy two. August thirty first, five nineteen p.m. August thirty first, twenty twenty. You heard you heard Brad say it first. February twenty twenty one. Is he gonna eat his words? Who knows? Because I say that because way earlier this year I was like, COVID's gonna come and go like nothing, and I had to eat. You remember him. that one guy that you almost had on the podcast was like, bro, I, I have to go prepare for this. Uh, I bring pandemic. him up all the time. Yeah, <laughs> that guy is a boss. I don't even remember yep. his name. He ran a UFO channel, and I found him online, and I wanted to do the U- I wanted to talk about UFOs. And it was like ten uh-huh. minutes beforehand, and he was like, "Yeah, I was, remember it was on Reddit." He was like, "Bro, can't do it." And I was like, "Oh, it's all right, man." I was like, "Do you mind me asking why?" And he's like, "COVID is going to be coming to California. They think it's already here, and they're going to start shutting down the state, quarantining. Like, I've already got ammo, and like, I need to go get like food for like, or I need to go get water for my like freeze dried food." And I was like, well- "I was like." I was in a scoffing way. I was like, "Fucking nut job!" If my God, my my, I was thinking. I was like, and but the thing is, is I brought this up. It was episode. It was in the twenties with Bradley Wenzel, the aviation photographer. I had him on instead. I remember telling him that very same story. I was like, "Yo, I just got off the phone with this guy," and I was like, "Do you believe that?" And like, even he looked at me and was like, "What the fuck?" We were both laughing. We're like, "What a crazy, what a prepper." Sucking yeah. big humble dick, <laughs> like right? Yeah. Shout out this that guy. Paranoid. What the fuck? Shout out that yeah, guy. No. He had the last laugh. Shout out whoever you are, if you're listening. I don't even know your name. Never did. Yeah. Shout out and um, my apologies. <laughs> so uh, you remember our last podcast, right? Um, Kanye 2020. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I, I up until today, um, I, I, I've been working straight. Jesus. Uh, I have haven't had a day off up until today. Um I'm gonna today find, was one of those I'm gonna find that hey, episode. Uh, I'm gonna find that episode. I'm gonna see what day it was. Keep talking. Yeah. Um and man, I I'm telling you right now, my wife said, Hey, probably spend some time with the family. I oh. went to my boss the following uh day and I'm like, Hey, I I, I need a day off. Yeah. And he's like, Okay. 
Yeah. And I, I got the day off, which, which yeah. is nice. Um, they're kind of starting to relax on the whole mandatory overtime. Yeah, man. Um, Life isn't going to slow down for you. That's uh, no, it's, no. It's not going to. No, I, I, I might as well go as fast as I can while I'm as young as I am. True, dude. I can't even find the last episode. Okay, I went back into the. Thir- Let's see. When were you first on? You were first on. Was it the 30s or the 20s? Was your first? I think episode? it might have been a 29 or something like that. Let's see. Brad Smith. Funny. Nope. 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 33. Was that your second episode? I don't know. I think... Thir- that's No, no. 38. Brad's... Were you before that? Let's see. Uh, looking at the thumbnails. Jeez. No. The episode I was just talking about with Bradley Wenzel where we're making fun of that COVID guy. That was 215 yeah. days ago. So I don't even... That's Damn. the problem. Is it doesn't give you a date. Um, yeah. Um, so the, no, but let's find the most recent episode with you. So you were on 38, 38, Brad Smith. Okay. And then you came on a second time and that's when we came up with our movie Torque. Yep. Which was supposed to come out this summer, but you know, the pandemic. So Torque, <laughs> Torque yeah. is going to be summer 2021. Sorry, everybody. <laughs> um, that was 181 days ago. That was six months yesterday. Jesus yeah. Christ. Um, but you came on for Kanye 2020. Which yeah. was not the seventies. Let's see, maybe the eighties. Eighty-six, a hundred and twenty-eight days nine. ago. So you worked hundred and twenty-eight days straight. So three, six, nine, twelve. So four months. Four, four months, months and eight days. Four months, one week, one day. God damn, son. Uh, no, uh, I'll, I'll tell you right now. It, it, it honestly just blurs into one big fucking day. Seriously. I'll, I, I, I the same thing with these podcasts, I, man. I didn't even know, man. Oh, holy this, hell! The same day, dude. But that's how I look at these because I can yeah, go. I, I can go on, and it always has. Let me, uh, for the people watching, the screen will be a little bigger if I do it this way. So, like, um, okay, let's see. Um, so, like, there's Paul Whitcomb. You know, so it says. Whoops. So it says first twenty days and twenty two hours, right? Yep. Okay, but every once in a while, I'll just go look at one, just to, and I'm never, it never ceases to amaze me how long ago they are, just any of them, I just look at them, I'm like, no way, no way, so, um, let's see, last time Dale Comstock was, well, it's been a while, he moved back to Bali, it's been 76 days, Jesus Christ in heaven, episode 100 was 102 days ago, like, it, it gets weird, man. It gets really like none of it feels like that. Akira the Dawn, yeah, 131 days ago, and I and I know anyone listening is like, yeah, no shit, time passes, dumbass. Like, but, but it's when you actually it are is just working constantly, it just it, it it blurs. Which is that's I mean, that's one thing that's helped me a lot with just work ethic in general in 2020. Yeah is I was meditating one day and I got this like image of like what a good way to look at long-term goals. And it's like, Mm. obviously, you know, you can only, there's only 24 hours. You you can only do what you can do today. Don't get like, you know, I can't get into med school in one day. It's, you got a lot of months and years, but that's, Mm -hmm. that's a given, right? You know, and be kind to others and, and other stupid shit you learn. Right. It's, but one day I was thinking, I was like, what's a good way to like look at long-term goals 
and it's what I, the image I got in my head was you know those like trucks that like paint the lines on the streets. Yes. So yeah. they're driving. They're not. They don't drive that fast. But let's pretend they're actually going like seventy, right? And they're just yeah. they barely poke the ground and do, and that's how you get these thirty foot dotted lines. But to them, it just looks like poking. But in reality, it's these long swaths. So yeah. one of how I start to visualize it, I was like, find something very little to do every day, and mm-hmm. do it every single day, and the river of time or the road of time is flying past you and you can't see it right now, but sure enough, and it's going to be a week, a month, 128 days. And so that's that's how I started with the podcast. I was like, what if I just do like five a week and with audiobooks? I'm like, what if I just listen to like two hours of audiobooks a day, period? Mm -hmm. What if I make sure I put away $10 a day? Like, what if I just do that? And at first, it's so slow because you're like, I want it to go faster. Fuck, I'm only on episode 35. You're like, come on, like build up faster. Okay, I'm not learning uh, enough. But yeah, now I blink and it's like episode 172. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Right? It's like Audible Library, 200 books. And it's like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh-oh. One second. God damn it. There you go, Brad. There, there we go. No, it, it was just a warning. My, bat- yeah. my battery is at 20%. No, you're fine. Don't worry. It'll make it the full hour. Good good but yeah yeah man but enough of that gay shit let's get back into the guns <laughs> yeah okay okay um they're pretty do you still have earplugs in <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah uh, actually they're my wife's so i don't know if you can see yeah. it but they're fucking pink oh well, yeah i totally lost my black ones oh no idea oh they looked skin color so really yeah oh. Well, can you, can you uh, fold your ass? Yeah. <laughs> Dipshit. You thought it was cauliflower year. No, so um, the uh, M4s, I would honestly love to pick up a couple more, but they're getting more and more rare. So, I mean, the one that I just picked up was 1800 Nice. Dollars. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Uh, but, I, I mean, when you actually look at um, factory-made Colt parts, in a couple of years, I mean, a simple uh, spring will probably be worth 15, 20 bucks. I mean, mm. I, I could honestly strip the parts off, off of one rifle and sell it for damn near what I paid for the rifle. That's insane. Um, what, how come yeah. Colt's not making civilian sales anymore? Um, they are too afraid of getting sued um, if one of their firearms are used in a mass shooting. That's so fucking stupid. Yep. So now they only uh, um, sell to law enforcement and uh, military. That's so fucking stupid. Colt is the gold standard for the military. I, I mean, law enforcement. If you if you see an AR-15 in a cop car, it's, it's a Colt. It's a Colt M4, semi-automatic. But that's some little dick energy, right? It's it's <laughs> I, I can't I. That's some little dick energy. I'm sorry. It gets the thumbs down. I'm sorry. I mean, I know they're awesome weapons, but that's just some. Yeah. It's. Well. I mean, I get it. I mean, I get why they think it. it's a ta- good tactical move. I think it's retarded, but. Yeah, no, it's. Um, that's capitalism. I, I, if they don't, if I don't like it, go to a different company. I can't. I got to practice what I preach. They are completely. But I mean, the. 
they're a private company. They can do whatever the fuck they want. I mean, they're now what H&K is to the American uh, public. And H&K won't actually sell to the, uh, uh, well, actually, no, no, I changed my mind. Uh, They actually said that they do not like selling to uh, the uh, American public. They would only sell to the military and law enforcement if they had their way. Why? Why is that? Um, same thing. Same shit. One sec. Yeah. Um, and I mean, they're all right to have their opinion, but as soon as they state that opinion, I mean, the civilian market in the United States is worth billions of dollars. Yeah. We can barely keep ammunition in stock anywhere. I I was just out. I mean, that was a part of my errands. I told you I, I had, I was buying guns, buying some ammunition. Why? Because I could. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, a- ammunition is completely wiped out. Matter of fact, um, before I applied to the paper mill, I uh, got in, uh, I sent in my uh, resume to uh, the federal ammunition company. Oh, yeah. And uh, they recently just got back to me. And they're like, hey, we need forklift operators, man. We can't load trucks fast enough. Now I'm like, uh, probably should have gotten back to me a couple of years ago, bro. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dude, I know uh, I know someone that works for uh, Six Hour. Really? Yeah. They do machinery. They were they machine the guns. Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. I can tell Maybe you when you should, uh... I can tell you when we're not recording. It's not fair to that individual for me to divulge i mean they won't care if i tell well, you it's well, just don't. that's not I fair mean, we no. can do it off camera wink wink nod. yeah no they, they won't give a shit it's just it's not my i'm trying to like say personal names less in general just yeah. on the podcast because it's not fair to them they're not here to yeah. defend themselves or they didn't volunteer to be on this shit show so <laughs> it's yeah, no 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 i try to keep as many personal details to myself yeah even much so like i i, I tried turning on the air conditioner here in the living room so you wouldn't hear like the occasional cry for my son. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I get, but, I got you. Yeah, yeah. It's, um. So, what do you want to um, talk about in the podcast? I, I just have this weird variety of just stupid. Well, not even stupid. Just this weird variety of like talents and careers or jobs that I've had. Brad, you, uh, Brad, you know for a fact I don't give a shit. No, not really? about your talents and careers. I just don't give a shit what we talk about on the podcast. Really? No. I don't. I don't. No. It's it's a it is it is rarity that I set out with a topic with a specific yeah. guest. It, that that's <laughs> that's how a lot of guests well, like the first time is the first date. You and me, armored trucks. That's the first date. But now we're on our fourth was. date. So now we're getting out like the handcuffs and the whip and the like, the pink the pink uh, like the hot wax. Uh huh. Yeah. Now we're yes. getting weird. So I mean, we've okay. already directed a movie well, together. Like we've already directed a movie <laughs> together. We've already. Well, then. Yeah. I have a story for you. Then. All right. Yeah. I've already. We've already created Kanye's story, campaign. This is the story of Little Jimmy. Maybe you've seen this. Uh, have I shown you this? You have not. Garda. So that's a big ass fucking. Explain it for the people not watching. Um, this is a plate carrier. Okay. This is um, a, a ballistic vest. Yeah. Um, depending on what plates you put in it, depends on what rifle round, handgun round, whatever bullet it can stop. Right now, I have level three plates in it. 
uh, it can stop up to 762 by 54R. Um, Mosin Nagant, if I'm not mistaken. I, I don't know the specific uh, feet per second and weight of the bullet that it will stop, but I'll tell you right now, anything larger and still really bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so front and back plates. I don't have my side plates in, but this, in the story is of Little Jimmy. Little Jimmy is the best. Okay. Um, so Little Jimmy, when fully loaded, weighs 27 pounds, 30 okay. pounds, I think. Okay. You no, know, just because of the steel in it. And this is how we used to haze the messengers, the new ones that just got armed. And new messengers i think they were really cool like yeah i'm a cool rent-a-cop i got a gun let's chew some bubble gum and wear some aviators yeah i I do two of those by the way yeah bubble gum and aviators yeah but yeah only the cool rent-a-cops get to carry guns and touch money well the goal of the hazing was make make them wear this the full day okay only a couple could I, i i mean 10 stops in when you're carting around a couple hundred pounds of coins or big bags of money and jumping in and out of an armored truck. It honestly gets very tiring. But that was the point of Little Jimmy, to embrace the suck, to make the day suck so bad that when you took Little Jimmy off, you were happy the rest of your career in the armored truck industry. (laughs) Seriously. Uh, I like it. You know as much as I do that the air conditioner stopped working yeah. in the armored truck after uh-huh. a while. Or the armored truck would heat up and the air conditioner just didn't do shit. Yeah. So because I was on a three-man crew, I actually got out with a messenger. And I would just death march that fucker the entire goddamn day. You're not going fast enough. Why the fuck did you drop the bag? You know... Are you looking to your left and right as you're walking through each doorway? I, I mean, it, it's just one of those things, you know, yeah. survival. But uh, I mean, I, I'm also trying to make sure that their integrity is there. Yeah. Their um, drive. Yeah. Because, I, I mean, it's really hard to get respect in that industry unless you actually get out of the truck and take the risk of getting the money. Sure. But little jimmy was one of my tools that i used <laughs> it's sort of like the handcuffs and bullwhip yeah oh yeah no yeah. now we have little jimmy yeah little, i have little jimmy now we have yeah and now we're getting out the wigs and the role-playing uh-huh. now we're getting into some weird like psycholo- yeah. psychological turn-ons yeah so dude for I, people that don't know what the best actually is yeah or how, how it's put on i don't know anything about i mean i just know again my my limit is video games put on the vest so i can shoot more people because you know i'm stable it's a man i'm a tier one operator yeah and uh, i play a lot of call of duty so all, all, all the hours i spent playing video games translate into real life yeah um no so here's the front plate you flip it all over you. Obviously, this is not the right way, but you put your head right through here. Uh-huh. It would come down, and there's a bunch of hook and loop Velcro, if you will. Each side of the plate here has the other uh, Velcro on it, and you just you wrap it around. 
and then you fold it over. Can I? Uh, and then it's on you. Is it? Um, would it be too much of a hassle to see the plate? No, absolutely not. Hell yeah. Fuck it. Jesus. Now, who makes that? Strike face. Strike face. AR500. Man, AR500, they're a pretty decent company. Um, the supply and demand really, really beats them up because the uh, the wait time when I got these plates was uh, seven weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, some people, depending on what you get, wait up to 12 weeks. Jeez. So, I mean, you drop $400 and you don't see anything in return for like 12 weeks yeah i mean that's what uh that's what some people have to do but i got these on like a buy one get one for uh like an independence day sale man it was awesome (laughs) right now can you can you upgrade the plate or are you what's like the what's like the limit of what civilians can buy or can you just go can you go all out like eod Um, (laughs) juggernaut Someone watching this can fact check me on this because I, I, I kind of like to think that I know a little bit about body armor. Sure. There are different ratings from the FBI. Uh, I think it's the NJ triple I or double I or, or something like that. Um, but they rate it as uh, level one, two, three a three and then level four um level four is 762 by 54 armor piercing but it's uh not multi-strike it's one strike um that's ceramic uh that's the typical issue for uh u.s army and uh, marines i believe it's actually a lot lighter than uh, steel, but um, the level three is equivalent, but not armor piercing. Fact check me, but uh, level one and two, level one, I think stops up to nine millimeter. Okay. Level two stops up to 45 ACP. Anyone listening to this, please fact check me, but uh, level three A stops up to 44 Magnum. I'll, I'll tell you one thing. If I'm ever hit with 44 Magnum on soft body armor, it, it's it's going to break ribs, yeah. multiple. Yeah. If you don't die from the round piercing your body, you're going to die from blunt force trauma. Yeah. It's just, ugh. Um, levels one through three A are typically soft body armor. Now what's that? There is a great um, soft body armor. I wish I had my other carrier. With like more like um, Kevlar. It, yes. Okay. Kevlar. Okay. Um. When you get to level three, not three A, you're actually talking about steel plates, okay, or ceramic. Okay. Now, what's why would um, you have something like ceramic where it's or it only hit stops one one hit? Um, it like weighs v, less. Is that like a VIP um, VIP shit? No, 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 no. no. Uh, ceramic. It, it, and actually, I think that's a pretty good question that I need to do a bit more research on. I I could 
take a shot in the dark in saying that it, it's just a little cheaper to produce and you can get a uh, higher one strike capability. But as far as um, level four goes, What's level uh, four? there is another level higher than that. Is that? And it's level five. What's level five? Um, level five was actually classified, and you you can Google it. Um, look Dra up Dragon Skin. I was about to say Dragon Skin. Dragon I remember that, that from that was actually classified. Future Weapons. Um, remember that show? Future Weapons? Yep. Dude, that was what, like 2004? That was. And, and it's 2020 and it's still classified? Dra Dragon What the fuck could it stop? Dra well, I think. <laughs> yeah, Dragon Skin Body Armor. Mm hmm. Let's see. Can't find it. Um, and the reason why um, the military, if I'm not mistaken, didn't want it was due to how the scales were uh um manufactured there's some sort of uh it's like a polyurethane type of material when it's left in a humvee or if it's left in a really hot environment it actually starts to uh remelt and it lowers the uh capability of the body i believe that's the reason why it so they, it's, uh, it was a. Uh... Dragon skin has been found not in compliance with the NIJ's testing program and has been removed. Yeah. The Central Intelligence Agency is a big purchaser of dragon skin. <laughs> I wonder why. Yeah, so there's a... Looks like an x-ray image of it, maybe. Oh my god, that's beautiful, man. It is. Ooh. Dragon skin is a type of ballistic vest formerly made by the now-defunct company Pinnacle Armor in Missoula, Montana. Hey! That's in a uh, Far Cry Five. They talk about Missoula. What's Dragon Skin structure testing? U.S. Army bans privately purchased body armor on March thirtieth, two thousand six. The Army banned all privately purchased commercial body armor. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Dragon Skin is superior performance. Blah blah blah. Standard Designed designed to protect generals and VIPs. So maybe they're over. I don't know. Um, I'm thinking like Bush meeting with like the, the mobility of the scales. Oh, I think you said nobility. Did you get that? Oh, oh, you did say nobility. I think you said mobility. So it's oh no nobility. No, no, no. I said nobility. Oh, I thought you said nobility. I was thinking like nobility, like no. nobles, like royal nobles. <laughs> ah, I, was, well, I was thinking, I was thinking like knights in shining armor, like the nobles and like, you know, the high priests. And it's, it's for the nobles, the nobility of the scales, you know? I mean, that's what I figured Jeez. it was for though. It'd be like, you know, it'd be for like a, a the general going up and talking to, you know, the guys in the mess or mm -hmm. Bush going to see him on Thanksgiving. Or a VIP, you know, they have their own protection detail. Something happens, strap yeah. that bitch on them, and they throw them in the truck. Because you're probably only going to hit them once with a pot shot. Might as well have the yeah. best thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because you're not going to get off more than one shot if it's at a VIP. Mm -hmm. You're going to get off one shot, yeah. and then you're going to get raped in the face by a wall of lead. Right? So during the uh, NJ or NIJ, I think it was um during the trials uh i think there were a total of five vests 
that were uh, shot the shit, just shot the fuck. And, and what ended up happening was, is they lost one somehow. And it actually appeared up on eBay and lost some seriously. Yeah. So what ended up happening was, is I think a government official bought it and they confirmed that it was the missing best. And they interrogated the hell out of this person and how we got it and just scared the fuck out of them. Yeah. Because it's classified material. Yeah. Dude. But I'm... yeah, no, it's, it's interesting because it re- reminds me of the uh, stealth um, Blackhawk program that they were running a while ago and they said that they completely canned it. But when they went to get Osama bin Laden, they uh, had to blow up uh, the, one of their Blackhawks and there were some similarities between the stealth uh, manufacturing of like the tail rotor from that old program. Between Dragon Skin. Was that wait that in Dragon Skin? No, 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 no. Like between Dragon Skin, like how they did the trials with Dragon Skin. Oh, okay, okay. And yeah. they're like, oh no, it's bad, and they canned it. Yeah, but it's it's still around. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, what right? a, I mean, what a perfect. By the way, I can go. I can go a little past six. The reason why I said had said said. Too, yeah. Yeah. The reason why I said six sharp is because. I've been having unpredictable, horrific diarrhea today, <laughs> and I was like, "Really?" I was like, and I've been having like hours of like an hour at a time, one hour at a time of like peace, and like I was like, so I know that I can get like an hour, and I haven't shit in like three hours, so I'm good to keep talking. But it might at, at a certain point, it might be like, "Hey, Brad, let's wrap this one up." And I'm not gonna sugarcoat. I'm just gonna be like, I gotta "Hey, take I've... a break, and you just never come back." <laughs> well, yeah, no, I'm not even gonna sugarcoat. It's not like, yeah, it's not like this is like you know dinner with like my you know non-existent girlfriend's family. I'm just gonna be like, "Hey, Brad, I gotta have diarrhea." So. No, 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 this is locker room talk. Yeah, I yeah, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, no, I, well, I don't give a fuck. Um, it's yeah, my stomach can hear us talking. It's like it's daring me to keep going. So I'm gonna call it right. bluff and keep going. Um, absolutely. Yeah. That is like what I mean. There's no better way to like really throw people off the tail or the scent of um, classified material. It's one thing if you classify it. That's one way mm-hmm. to do it. The next, I think, the better way to do it, if you can pull it off, is to not even like classify it, but don't even let them know it's classified. Be like, nah, this thing fucking sucks. We're not using it because yeah. that's what I mean. Ben Rich, who led the stealth program for uh, Skunk, Lockheed Martin Skunk Works. Yeah, he uh he talks about all the deceptive tactics they use, even on like our our own military, just to keep only a very few in the loop. And it's go and towards the end of the book, he brings up uh, hypersonics, Mach five and above, and how the Pentagon wanted him to work on uh for in- so the SR seventy one Blackbird went Mach three, a little north of Mach three. Some say as much yeah. as Mach three point three. All right. The space shuttle. Some say uh, I think they went like three point two. Yeah, 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 yeah. Above that, they it's, it, well, it's classified. Wouldn't the top yeah. speed is still classified? Yeah, yeah. is that crazy? Yeah. Well, they said they Brian Shul S H U L, the author of Sled Driver, he was a pilot, and he said that in his mind, well, he said that he tipped three point three, but he also said that I think the the general consensus amongst the pilots and the engineers was that it would deliver whatever you asked for now whether or not it survived it was up to they didn't know 
and these things were so yeah. valuable and rare that there was no point in destroying them. Yeah. But he's but he said that like if you told it to do like he says he thinks if you told it to do like Mach three point seven eight, he said he thinks it it would have done it. It probably just would have broken apart. But he said that the yeah. en- the engines didn't they didn't have the word no in their vocabulary. They would just be like, no, okay, no, let's do it. Not. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it's it's so crazy to think that that SR seventy one it was liquid nitrogen cooled in some of its systems. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean, just to think of like all the friction heat from the damn thing. I mean, it's it's even crazy to think that there were no true seals on its fuel tank. It actually had to do midair refueling. Yeah, it, uh, yeah, it was dripping like a fucking gunshot wound. Yeah, until it got above a certain speed. Yeah, and then it would and then it would heat up and extend. Yeah, and the no. thing is, is they still don't have that problem figured out. Like they discussed yeah. a recent guy discussed like five years ago, he's doing like a history on the SR seventy one, and he was like, "You're saying that," and he's like, "And it's easy in 2015 to look at this and say, like, ah, those primitive people, like they didn't have the technology." He goes, "We still do not have adhesives that that meet yeah. the requirements." But um, yeah. So Ben Rich goes into hypersonics and said in like the late in the eighties under Reagan, the Pentagon came to him and said they wanted him to uh look into a Mach twelve strike aircraft and he goes into this very long-winded like chapter long hypersonics will never work we've tried it's just not worth it stop even looking at this and he's very Mm -hmm. he's very adamant about it won't even from the guy that's all about pushing the envelope and building dream machines in the 60s and here he is going it just it's not gonna work and he's also the entire book telling you about deceptive things they do so me and Paul Wickham were talking about it, and he picked up on that too. He was like, "To me, that's almost like that makes me think that okay, they have hypersonics." Because he's like, "It doesn't well, work. Yeah. It's what? It us? We couldn't do that. That's crazy. No, way. no, no. We never. I mean, what better smokescreen? Seriously. Yeah, I was listening to a. a no. Especially when you're the guy that wants to push the envelope. If and the guy that wants to push the envelope says, we can't go any farther, then why would you look any farther? <laughs> exactly, exactly. But, yeah, why would you no. look any farther when the guy that pushes the farthest says there's nothing more? But at the same time, nothing, like, raises a red flag more than the guy that doesn't back down Seriously? from challenges. Who used, yeah, cryogenic cooling on the aircraft while fucking... Yeah. Well, well, before color TVs were a thing, you know. That's crazy to think, man. Yeah, and he goes, "It can't be done. It can't be done." It's like, that's like, that's like Tom Brady telling you, "You can't do another season." I'm just, I can't go another season. You're like, so you're gonna go another, right? Michael Jordan saying, "You can't." The three seasons. Yeah, Tom but, Brady. yeah, Michael Jordan being like, "Yeah, you can't win more than three championships." It's like, so he's, you, so now you know he's just doing two a days in the gym, right? That's what yeah. I think. So, yeah, same with, uh, I guess, Dragon Skin. It doesn't mm-hmm. work. It's a stupid show. The host was a moron. Yeah. Don't look into this. Don't look into CIA purchases. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah. Um, so I watched this thing that came out the other day. It was called, um, uh, it was like a play on the words, like, innocence will proven guilty. It was, um, okay. what the fuck was it? It was like, God damn it! It was like a. Um, let me find the exact wording because I liked the wording. Um, yeah. 
Hold on, 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 and extraordinary until proven otherwise. And it's uh, it's about the Tic Tacs, the UFO Tic Tacs in 2004 over the USS yeah. Nimitz. And I've, I've, I've devoured just about all the material on that that I can. The Joe Rogan interviews with Commander Fravor, Jeremy Corbell, Bob Lazar, blah, blah, blah. I've watched him on the Fighter Pilot podcast. I've watched all the videos. I've read about it. I've got my rocks off. But what I heard yesterday was um, a report from some, like, inner guys in the Navy. And this isn't some conspiracy. It's just, you know, they're sitting there. They're in their uniforms. They got their name tags. You can look it up. And uh, they're talking towards the end. And these are some tidbits I I had never heard before. It was one of the guys going like, there's someone from the Air Force going like, yeah, no, we were tracking this, you know, we tracked these things with our, you know, with like NORADS radars, which just cover the earth. And he's like, it's weird because we're all freaking out. Like, what the fuck are these things? And he goes, and well, like, I remember bringing it to my superior. And he looked at it and was just like, eh, kind of not interested. And he goes, yeah. to me, that just shows like, oh, he's read into this. He's, yeah. I mean, like, I don't mean like he's done his reading. I but mean, he has literally he read in what it is. Yeah, the terminology yeah. read into a program. Apparently, mm-hmm. the, I guess, what is the correct term for whoever is like on, like, the top guy on the aircraft carrier? Captain? Admiral? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, whoever yeah, I it believe is. It's Admiral. Whoever it is, whoever was captain. the top guy, I am the captain now of the USS Nimitz. Apparently, they came back and they like they showed him like the imagery, and they said he looked at it for five seconds and said he just kind of like almost looked a little bit like, "Why are you showing me this?" and just walked away. Yeah. So to me, that just says like, "Oh, okay." There's a handful of very high up people that seemed. Even like yeah, the government, the, the, yeah, the people thing, that just roll their eyes, like, yeah, oh, this yeah, again. yeah. Like the joint, they said they brought it to like the Joint Chiefs of Staff, and apparently they were like, yeah, you can have like a hundred thousand to research it or whatever. And they were like, this could be alien craft, and they're like, yeah, you should definitely look into it. And they said their complete disinterest. They said that was just the biggest, like it was like painted yeah. guilty on your forehead. Just yeah, no, I, I mean, I actually think that when they first found out whatever knowledge that they had that they were like super excited about it like whoa this is really cool but as it just kept reoccurring and reoccurring and reoccurring it's sort of like duct tape when you put it on your arm and you rip it off it hurts at first but if you reapply it it doesn't hurt as much yeah um it's sort of that concept where it's it, it, it just becomes more of a nuisance because it's more paperwork for you. Or yeah, 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 yeah. That, that sort of thing. I, I could see it that way, I think. Yeah, I think that's what it probably is. And it's it's a unique way to go about it. Like, why wouldn't you just declassify it? And what better way, we've talked about this before, I don't know if it's you and me or, or if it was just this podcast in general, but we've talked about, like, what better way to, to test it than to, because a test is one thing, but it's almost like a double-blind placebo test. Like the best tests are the ones where people don't know they're in a test because there's no, yes. uh, yeah, there's no altered outcomes or placebo effects or confirmation biases. What better way to test it than not not in Nellis in Nevada, with a, you know a bunch of stations and radars and equipment, and it's going to go over at exactly 6:04 p.m. What better way to test it? than to just yeet that fucker out over a strike group who right, has no seriously. idea that they are being they are the test except maybe yep. the captain but no one else so they all do it's all 
you know, real time, like, you know, let's fucking scramble some fighters, get up there, like track this thing immediately. And if the best Navy in the world can't can't stop it, bring it down or see what it is, well, well, then that's that's the that's the stamp of approval, because how is any lesser power going to stop it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, One question that I have always asked myself was, so we all know the B-2 bomber, right? Uh Big stealth aircraft. I just I had on I had on a pilot. Yeah, General yeah, Spalding. No, I, uh, okay, that's, okay. That's why I bring it up. Oh, okay. Um, what's the second generation of that aircraft? B twenty one. Really? B twenty one Raider. Yeah. What's the third generation? I, 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 I'm trying to get to B twenty one's not out yet. Point here. B twenty one. It's not out yet. Yeah, but the point is, is it's out there, and it, it's just so advanced that. I, th- I think my point was it, it's just the technology's out there and I, maybe the public is not ready for it. Yeah, Does that kind of make sense? I get where you're coming from. I, I don't like that. Yeah. I've never liked that point. Not not that it's not a valid point. No, I, no, I, I don't yeah, like that sure. justification by like the powers. They're not ready for it. What do you mean mm-hmm. we're not ready? Like Not ready for what? People's parents die all the time. Their kids die. <laughs> If you can deal with Maybe that, we're you can. Ready for hypersonic aircraft? Maybe cities can't take a sonic boom of a Mach twelve. Yeah, but yeah, but I mean, we would just. But we, I mean, we have rockets that hit Mach twenty three going into orbit. Like we, we already deal with it. We know how to do it. Do it way out over the ocean, hundreds, yeah. thousands of miles from shore. We we can't deal with hypersonics. Like we have instant internet with like the craziest porn in the world. Like we can handle that. Right? We're all still yeah. going to work. Right, we're handling sure a use a VPN. Yeah, we're handling a yeah, we're handling a pandemic. Like I would say, in stride. All things considered, we're handling it in stride. And like that's okay. not to diminish the near two hundred thousand deaths. Like I'm not saying that, or the like the trillions lost in global economy. But I mean, sure. go back to any other pandemic in the literal history of Homo sapiens. Mm-hmm. The fact that like we're still hit, sitting here with our laptops and internet and electricity and air conditioning and refrigerated food and doing a podcast at light speed while doing a pandemic, like we're taking it in stride. Like we took 9-11, we took 9-11 in stride. All things considered, we took that in stride, right? Uh, so that's what yeah, I mean. no, I completely agree with you. Yeah, so. Absolutely. Yeah, so the the idea. economic downturn was stride too. Um, to kind of go back on to uh, uh, global pandemics, I, I mean, if I'm not mistaken, um, there's been like two or four times the amount of deaths in the Spanish flu. So with, far, with I, I believe. Really? Like, yeah. Um, What's the t- back check me on that one. I will. Um, what do you think the to- yeah, what do you think the global because, death toll is right now? Global death toll, not cases. Global death toll. I honestly turned off the TV uh, about two months ago. Uh, I don't watch. <laughs> I don't watch TV. I always- it just got so depressing. Um, so it's really hard to find a 
a total global death toll just because some countries aren't reporting right like we'll never know we'll never know in china cases are yeah 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 no so yeah for sure but um i i mean i would at least say uh um let's go a million million yeah deaths million all right so i'm gonna say someone on your podcast is cringing for how uninformed i am man (laughs) i don't think that's wrong I honestly don't know if it's more or less. I'm deciding on you just said it. You said a million. Yeah. I think. Here's how one, I, I think I, one point. I think one point. Number. I think one point um, five. If it is one point five, how I'm getting that number is is uh. I know total cases in the United States a couple of months ago was 1.2 million. Yeah. And if the infection or death rate is 1%, that, that's 90 or 100,000 deaths. And that's just one of the modern countries. So I, I'm trying to kind of average that out to all of Europe and Asia. And I'm, I'm thinking about a million. Coronavirus has killed 843,000. I was wrong. I said I said one point five, but twenty five million cases. Damn! I said I said one point five. Yours was more accurate. Eight hundred forty three thousand. Yeah. So, how many total deaths so far? uh... Brad. Brad, you there? Because um, that. You there? Brad. Red, are you there? Hello. Can you hear me? Can you see me? You can't hear me. I can hear you. I can see you. You can. Yeah. Okay, we're good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, um, I can hear you. Internet. It seems yeah. like the internet's getting diarrhea too. So um, we'll uh, we'll we're time is of yeah. the essence. But um. Uh, so you- I, no, I think uh, it's right around four million that died from the Spanish flu. Let's see. Spanish flu. Spanish flu death toll. Let us. Spanish flu deaths. <laughs> 50 million. 50 million? 50 million. Right now, COVID deaths are at 843,000. I mean, compared to Spanish flu, do you think we're kind of taking coronavirus to stride as well? I mean, yeah. Not to diminish wait, wait, everyone that's died. Wait, didn't you say that there was more COVID deaths than Spanish flu deaths? No, 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 no. I said that there was more Spanish flu deaths than COVID, I believe. Oh, I thought you said there was... Okay. I thought you said there was more COVID deaths than Spanish flu. I was like, you were off by a lot. <laughs> no, 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 no. A no, rather no. large uh, number. Yeah, no, that's in partly by technology and just modern medicine, too. Absolutely. I, I, I mean... There are some really cool pictures back in like the 1912s or 14s where uh, people at basketball games were, were wearing masks and stuff. And it was kind of reminiscent of what's going on today. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah no, uh, I, I think compared to Spanish flu, we're taking the coronavirus in stride to kind of build up on what we were talking about. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if this is the catalyst for something else, though. Like, I don't know what. Working from home, maybe like this is just Working like from home education at home. Um, 
trying to cut out the uh, social connection that the general public has. Could be a conspiracy there. I like that conspiracy idea. Isolate yeah. everyone. Make sure, so their reality is no longer reality. Your reality is only through your screen. And thus, yeah. so if they say that X is happening, you believe X instead of going outside and being like, it doesn't look like it's rioting. It's sunny. The birds are chirping. Maybe. Yep, absolutely. Maybe. I don't know. Well, um, I, I'm glad I met my wife when I did because the whole dating scene during this pandemic. Jesus. It, it, it's apparently going on, but... I mean, it's just one of those weird things of, you know, I could be going on a date with someone that has the coronavirus. I mean, do we really want to risk that? Yeah, it's kind of like the new AIDS. Ooh, right? I don't know if we should rush into bed, right? Did you get tested? I found out I had. <laughs> Did you get Please don't take your mask off. <laughs> Please don't take your mask off. I'm just, it's just. You didn't Seriously. wear a mask last night? I was drunk. I was drunk. I'm sorry, Becky. <laughs> you gotta go get tested. Yeah. You and then she finds out she has it. It was all the other girls. It was only a matter of time. You, I just knew it would. Just to bring back a new girl. It was the way that she took off her mask that just set me right off. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> well, things started the way she took off her mask from across the bar. And I just knew that she was... And she had all of her teeth. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was the way she took off her mask when everyone else had theirs on that I knew right then and there that she was a retarded bimbo. Right? <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh we get Yeah, so glad I'm happily married and I'm not dealing with the whole dating scene nowadays. Dude, think Sorry about on your end, man. <laughs> yeah, whatever. Think about um <laughs> Think about all the kids starting college right now, or that they were supposed to start. <laughs> they were supposed to have their college experience, and they got to stay home. You just right. finished high school. You've been looking forward to this for 18 years. Yep. Moving out of mom and dad. out of mom and dad's Gonna house. drink. Gonna fuck. Yep. Party. Party. Frat. Um, At home. The only college story i have is not one of my experiences but one of my co-workers okay one of my co-workers uh he used to live in a frat house he didn't go to college but he was renting out a room in the frat house and what he and some of his buddies did was uh during uh the first day of college they had a sign that uh read freshman fathers thank you for your freshman daughters <laughs> <laughs> and uh, they certainly got a complaint and they had to take down the sign and stuff because a lot of people complained. <laughs> there was one at Valdosta when I was there. Maybe it was UGA. It was, uh, yeah, it was for all the dads dropping off. And it said, they've always called you daddy. It's our turn. <laughs> God damn, you man. Know, they were savages. Parts of me wish I kind of had that college experience, but... Uh, another part of me is really thankful that I just went straight into the workforce and started paying into Social Security. I think that's <laughs> seriously. I honestly think that that's probably the way to go. Like, yeah, unless you're going to a specific grad school, med school, law school, whatever. Yeah, for sure. I don't think it's necessary. It's yeah. a lot of my friends went well, right I into. Mean, Check this shit out. Um, I, I think uh, you remember me telling you how I wanted to become an industrial mechanic uh -huh. at Paper Mill, right? Yeah. Well, 
that shit just took a turn. Um, I'm still going to uh, uh, be at the paper mill, but I, I found out where the real money is, man. Yeah. Like, the real money. Um, so a boiler engineer, they do is they uh, operate boilers. You know, they heat up water and the water turns to steam and the steam powers generators, electric generators. So uh, it is a uh, class 2A, what you can work up to, which is the highest level of a boiler uh, engineer that you can get. Mm -hmm. Um, Once you get into like the uh, chief engineer... I think the bottom pay grade is like uh, one or two C, $175,000 a year. That's where it's at. Yeah. But see, the thing is, is you also need to have 12,000 hours of operating experience. Fair enough. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, I've always been more, uh, more, um, intelligent than uh more brain than brawn i think the term is i think you're be- um, so i think you're beautiful regardless i think you got plenty oh, of brawn oh well thank you <laughs> so um <laughs> I, I was thinking that um instead of becoming an industrial mechanic next time they have an uh an interview for a boiler engineer um go for that because hell man if i'm going to be in the same place i mean if i'm still there i still get my pension I still contribute to my 401k and all that other stuff it's just it's that paycheck man Fuck yeah you're doing yeah Damn it's right. like you still got to do x hours of work a week yeah like period yeah. like people that well, make like people that make much more money a lot more money than other people don't necessarily work more well see and the cool thing is is it goes by the pay scale too because after 15 hours so it goes special special boiler operator license which is zero hours of experience and then it goes to c and the difference between special special boiler and 2c is 15 hours okay that's my average day at work yeah in one shift i i could just take the test the following day yeah as long as my boss does the paperwork right and, and then just get a pay raise yeah and then from there it's like two thousand hours four thousand hours eight thousand hours that, that sort of thing up the pay scale and i mean it with just how much i work you uh, i mean seven days a week i mean it, it's sort of like how days. we were talking about podcasts you know yeah, what i mean the painting you're painting the road yeah yeah it's gonna be you're gonna blink your eyes and the you're, you're going to blink your eyes, and we're going to be doing a podcast, and you're going to be like, I am a head boiler engineer now. Yeah. That's how it happens, though. That's how it happens. Seriously. We're going to look back on this. So wave to future us, future Tommy and Brad, if you guys are both still Hi. alive. Hi. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> hope you're enjoying it, dick cheeses, because right. we're doing it. You assholes are out there sitting. I hope by the future Tommy, man, you'll have your own house. And you'll be more popular than fucking Joe Rogan and stuff. Man, man I, I can see it. Dude, I hope. And you better copyright that uh, American flag background, Well, too. the thing about this is uh, it's actually, you can't copyright that. Oh. You mean that's not your okay. flag? I thought you made that. <laughs> wow. That's I neat. I hand-stitched every star, man. I, it's, yeah, I created the design. Yeah. 
you're gonna have 10 more fucking M4s right there. Maybe like a Barrett 50 cal. Yeah. By the way, those are actually cheap. I could have gotten one. Um, I thought those a, were like fifty thousand dollars. M42A1 is only it was like six and a half, seven thousand dollars. I was talking about Barrett fifty cals. Yeah, yeah, an M42A1. I thought those were like fifty thousand dollars. No, Google that shit up right now. What about an Anzio twenty? Uh, a what? An Anzio twenty. I have no idea what firearm that is. It's the Barrett's big brother. Really? Oh yeah, the twenty millimeter cannon. Oh okay. The little one's the Barrett. And uh, you know, there just comes a point to where you just don't have a large enough gun safe. So I mean, that's like a fire mantle thing. Fuck that, dude! You build a safe for that, that's puppy. Beautiful. You yeah, stop so the protest. I M42A1. Um, I think the A2 is what is currently going through the military or military right now, and those are like the twenty thousand okay. dollar ones. Okay. Um, but there's a bunch of like surplus A1s, and they're selling them dirt cheap. My friend got one of them, and let me tell you one thing: just sitting behind a, a 50 cal and squeezing the trigger. I mean, that's an experience. It, I fucking love America, man. <laughs> I fucking love America. One of my friends, several of my friends, but one of them specifically served in Iraq. Yep. And he was like, man, because there's nothing like sitting behind an automatic 50 cal on a turret. He goes, you are just, he goes, you are just riding the lightning. <laughs> he goes, I've brought down tree lines, just cleared parts of a forest, just that's awesome. We need to go that way. Uh, I'll get hey, rid of the let trees. Let me quickly check my battery on this. I, I just want to make sure that we're not... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're good. Okay. I, I still have seven. That, okay. that equates to about like 20, 30 minutes. Okay. Okay. Let's, uh, yeah. We'll wrap this bitch up at six, 6.30 my time, so 14 minutes. Cool. Does that sound good? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, man. The Anzio 20 millimeter. Civilians can buy it. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so when you get to that caliber, the ATF may actually classify it something other than a firearm. And I don't know where the cutoff is. Okay. So, for example, uh, when you go and buy a tank, which as a United States citizen, you can do. Fuck yeah. But uh, the tank that you would, could normally buy has a deactivated turret gun. Now, you could reactivate it, but you actually have to submit a form to the ATF and get approved for what's called a destructive device. For every tank munition that you buy per round, you have to fill out separate paperwork for a destructive device. There is a point where that cannon on the tank, it's not considered a firearm. Now that twenty millimeter might yeah. be considered a destructive device. Yeah, where's but, the line? Yeah, I don't know where that line is, but there is a line like that. Like, for example, um, a uh, not necessarily a bazooka, but a shoulder-fired rocket that's considered a destructive device. Naturally. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I think the 20 millimeter was designed as like an anti-tank rifle. Yeah. You just punch a hole right where the driver is. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I know. Oof, 20 millimeter, man. I mean, that's some scary shit. That's some big boy. <laughs> Seriously. A10 is 30 millimeter. <laughs> it's still it, it's still like if you saw how big the 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 Anzio was to the 50 cal the Barrett and then think that the A10 is above that and it fires well, if, something if I'm like not mistaken the airframe of the A10 Warthog was designed around the 30 millimeter cannon it spans the entire length of the aircraft yeah yeah no it is, is that crazy <laughs> yeah it is it's it's well, it was designed for Soviet tank columns back when we were still trying to go tit for tat with like ground forces and we were just like we're going to turn these fuckers into Swiss cheese yeah but I mean each isn't each ball like the size of like a coke can or not a coke can like a red ball <laughs> um Believe it or not, I think I have a deactivated 30 millimeter round somewhere. But just to give you a general, uh, like a, a general size, um, shell and all, it's about that long. So, shit, man, I, I really wish I knew where it was. Yeah, don't worry about it. I, I, I've seen, yeah, I mean, I've seen pictures of guys holding it. It's gonna fucking bother me now. <laughs> if I ever find it, I'll, I'll send you a picture up against a shotgun shell or around a five five six. But it's crazy, man. Seriously, um, man, I've always wanted to see. I've made photoshops of it before. I've always wanted to see a because, like, there's always very, you know, like the C one thirty gunship, right? Yeah. And there's always, like, I've made photoshops before of, like, a C5 Galaxy gunship, the AC5. Mm-hmm. But I want to see, like, a step further. I want to see an, I want to see a C5 as an A10. But instead of, instead of a 30 millimeter GAU8, a GAU8, it would be, like, a 45 millimeter, maybe 50 millimeter. So what you want is, uh, like, Battleship turret guns on a uh, A130. Is that what you're saying? Jesus, dude, can you imagine that? <laughs> I think. Well, I've, I've been thinking, why, why, why would they put a railgun on one of those? I mean, a, a railgun on what? A, a C5. A C5. Imagine just you can put um, that fucker up like 200 miles from a target. Hi, kitty. Um, you could just snipe shit. Yeah. At, at hypersonic um, speeds. I honestly think that the recoil from a cannon of that size would push the aircraft a few hundred feet because, you know, I, I think that's Newton's first, second, or third law where it's like for every action, there's yeah. an equal but opposite reaction. But don't they have like recoilless guns? You don't think they could figure that shit out? Yes. Yeah, they absolutely do. I, they do. Um, they use the gas. Uh, um, to mitigate the recoil. But when you are talking about pressures of around that size, you would have to really engineer something around that and you're, you're tripling the weight. 
Yeah. So, I mean, when you're tripling the weight, airplanes don't fly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you probably have to design the craft from the ground up. Yeah. And then at that point, you go, well, why don't... Unless it's a UFO, man, and you got your fucking death ray. Fuck yeah. Well, yeah, I was going to say, because at, at that point, you go, why put a railgun on it? Why don't we just put a laser, right? Light speed. And oh. then, but then if you're going to go laser, why even put it on an aircraft? Why not just put it in space? Well, I think the Air Force was testing like 10 years ago. Yeah, um, the Lasers that were on like, like a converted 747, like yeah. We put them on yeah. the front of a 747. Right after 9-11, we started building those to shoot down ICBMs. And uh, I think the technology worked. I think they, I think they got it. But I've always thought, excuse me, I've always thought the ultimate end game would be in an orbital, a space-based, not not rods from God, not an actual orbital. Oh, you broke up, Brad. Brad, hello. Are we there? Can you see me? Hello. Um, uh, you are frozen. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. All right, well, my internet's fucking up. Let's, uh, let's wrap this bitch up. Can you up. hear me? Yeah, let's wrap this bitch up then. Wrap it up? Yeah. Man, think... you got a lot of editing to do. No I, no, I don't. No, that's not, dude, it's my internet. It's not you. It's me, not you. I swear. Yeah. I swear. I okay. swear. Um, oh, shit, man. Hell yeah. Kind of sucks the internet. Uh, it got in the way. I could have gone a little bit longer. Um, cool to do another one. Fuck yeah, I am. Cool. Of course, dude. Awesome. Of course. Cool. Well, uh, I got some guns to play with. Well, safe firearm handling, but I gotta clean some guns. Fuck that. You got some riders' <laughs> melons to pop. <laughs> <laughs> Boo! Don't pop it. Absolutely. All right, man. Well, hey. Have a good one. You too, buddy. Huh? <laughs> All right. Peace. See ya. Peace. Bye, man. <laughs>